shit. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> what? Oh, they, we are back. You look much better, by the way, doing Wing Chun than any of what was just shown a moment ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh man shots fired we're starting we're starting early already what is going on we got the kung fu genius alex richter sifu in the house how you doing brother good man it's good to see you it's good to uh see you on the opposite side it's been uh it's been a minute since we did something like this together and i always love the shows that we do you you're so much fun you do a really great job and i'm i'm oddly enough looking forward to this despite the subject material <laughs> I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> I'm gonna get that off you, the bat. You owe me. You owe me one. I owe you one. <laughs> all right, all right. I owe you one. I owe you one. I owe you one. Uh, but you know, samurai guy, movies. I'm the movie nerd. You're the martial arts nerd. You know, samurai guy likes to give things a, a, a chance, a shot. I might be pleasantly surprised. Was I pleasantly surprised with Yip Man: The Awakening? We'll talk about it in a bit. Let's see who is here in the house. We got the roll call. Lady Danish here. What's going on? Brandon, Heather, what is going down? Psych Long, Topher. Oh, what? What? We got the Dre, the, the, the Dre, the legend in the house. Dre from my podcast, my my stalwart co-host, Dre Ison, aka Dreyson in the house. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, man? Good to see you, brother. Uh, Will, what's going on? And Andrew Lynn, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for chiming in and Andrew hanging out Lin with is us. The editor of the, the Kung, uh, Andrew Lynn is the editor of the Kung Fu Genius Podcast, by the way. Oh, shit. Well, yep, big yep. shout outs. That's right. We got Dre the whole crew. And Andrew Lynn. That's right. Making it happen. And and speaking of the podcast, it is hilarious, by Thank the way. You. Your Thank podcast you. is informative, number one. It's entertaining, number two. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you doing Arnold Schwarzenegger is like pitch perfect. You know, when you said, see you at the party, Richter. I almost fell off the couch in tears, laughing thank hysterically. You. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes, but that yeah. is my line. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So everybody watching right now, if you're new to the Kung Fu Genius, you guys got to watch the podcast. Go subscribe. Follow Alex on, the, on them Instagrammers. That's right. All the information is in the description box below this video. So you guys got to keep up because you will learn. You will learn uh, something as well as being something. entertained. <laughs> we don't know what that is. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, last time I had you here on the podcast, uh, we had a blast. And we were talking about martial arts and, and martial arts, some of our favorite films. And then we briefly went over and mentioned uh, the first Yip Man with uh, starring Donnie Yen, the one that kicked off the the, the, the Yip Man craze. And uh, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to that. Now I remember when that movie first came out and I saw it, I was blown away because I I you know I don't know anything about the lineage or the history or anything like that. All I know was it's the guy who taught Bruce Lee a little bit, <laughs> right? That's all I knew. Right. But as terms of pure martial arts movie entertainment, that movie blew me away. Right. Back way back in 2008. So I went, I ran around uh, telling everybody, hey, man, did you guys see IP, man? <laughs> That's, it took a while, Alex, for me to learn. OK, I was like, hey, you see IP, man. And it's funny because their first responses back were. Is that some superhero or something like that? Because <laughs> they were thinking Iron Man, right? Like, sure, like, what, sure. like what? And if you think about it, Alex, at this point, Yip Man is a superhero. Pretty much. Pretty at this much. Point, <laughs> at yeah. this point, he can fly in the air. Uh, he could do everything now at this point. And I know, I know you're you're coming at this movie, you know, with respect of the lineage and the martial arts style and stuff like that. I'm going to come at it as, okay, let's just see if it's at least an entertaining film, because even by the end of the first it man, excuse me, it man movie, I was not like, Oh, this is the truth. Like, I mean, the, one of my favorite fight scenes in that movie has been done. Ian fights the 10 black belts. It's an yes. amazing fight sequence. Absolutely. Right. But yes. I wasn't thinking in, Oh, in real life, the real Yip man did that. I wasn't that dumb. You know what I mean? Because I, because I mentioned, I think, I think on one of your podcasts, you were talking about how it's very difficult to do uh, a, a true biopic, 
with a, a based off of someone, it's better if they do a long series, right? Sure. Uh, sure. And and it's and it's it's kind of similar with this, except this did have a series and spinoffs and prequels, and we're all we're all over the place. And there's you know there's there's a lot of fans out there that love the the Donnie and Yip Man films, all four. I think by the time I got to the fourth one, uh, I loved Mark Strange in it. I love Chris Collins in it. Uh, I'm a big, huge Scott Atkins fan, but uh, Donnie looked tired. <laughs> Donnie didn't look like he wanted to be there, and I didn't really like the story that much in the fourth movie. Uh, the first, the first one to me is, is my favorite. I know the master remaster, Frank Jang, his his favorite is the second one, the Rocky Four of the the series, because <laughs> you know he likes Samuel Hung, so uh, Samuel uh-huh. Hung bias. But the third fun, the the third Yip Man movie, a lot of people think that Max Zhang's um, um, villain character, who was kind of a gray character, was the best villain out of the series in terms of the first four. What yes. do you think? What do you think? Uh, about that? I, I think so. Um, so the the odd thing is, is obviously I teach Wing Chun. This is my wheelhouse. I'm kind of a Yip Man nerd, uh, if 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 such a title exists. Um, so obviously for me, it's it's different watching these movies. I can suspend disbelief with Wong Fei-Hung movies and all that kind of stuff. But when it's my own style, it's it's a little harder. Gotcha. I like the first Yip Man movie. I absolutely hated the second Yip Man movie. Um, and Rock, Rocky after, Four? Rocky Four. And <laughs> after watching that, I actually did not want to watch any other, as I call them, Yip Man movies. Um, the, the, so, the, Yip, the Yipiverse? Yeah, the Yipiverse, right? Uh, I I was actually done with it after I saw Yip Man two. Okay, and um, but everyone keeps dragging me to watch these movies. So Yip Man three, I was dragged to see by Rick Myers in at a movie theater in Manhattan. So I had to see that one. Okay, and uh, Yip Man four, I saw in the movie theater when it came out a couple of years ago down in Miami, and yeah, um. If it were up to me, I would just not watch them, but somehow I'm kind of sucked into watching them. I thought, to to go back to your point, that uh, Max Chung was the best villain, and I also thought his Wing Chun actually looked better than Donnie's in the third film. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. Yeah. 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 Uh, it oh, looked more and, and authentic, yeah. Feel free to correct uh, me botching the names uh, <laughs> throughout the street. That's <laughs> fine. That's terrible. Fine. So feel free to correct me. Sure. Uh, okay. But what, what did you think of uh, Yip Man, The Final Fight with Anthony Wong? So that one I actually like yeah. the best out of all of them, even though it's not like the most um, – the, the choreography and the action is not like as, as hardcore as, say, the first Yip Man movie. Uh, with Donnie Yen, but the Anthony Wong Yip Man film is the most accurate to his story. And also, and this is like my nitpicky gripe, Anthony Wong is the only actor who bothered to shave his damn head to play a guy who had a shaved head in real life. It's like Donnie, for all the money that they pay him, cannot even be bothered to shave his head for the role. Um, and Anthony Wong um, made an effort to speak Cantonese with a Fatsan accent, just like Yip Man had. And he also he also consulted Yip Man's sons and and learned how Yip Man smoked the cigarettes and how he put the ashes in his hands and then dumped like. Oh, so wow. Anthony Wong is the best actor to play Yip Man, and it shows. And uh, I really appreciated all of those touches. Whereas Donnie Yen is just. Donnie Yen wearing the long Chong Sam style clothing, playing right. a guy named Yip Man, but he's basically just Donnie Yen of any other movie. But Anthony Wong actually tried uh, to to portray Yip Man in 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 a realistic way, and that's why I appreciate that film the most out of all of them. Yeah, he, Anthony's one of my favorite actors. He's, he's amazing, so good, uh, full contact, yeah. hard boiled. I mean, the guy is just phenomenal. Yes. Um, what did you think of the Grandmaster? So, uh, yeah, the grand, you know, it's funny. I, I saw the Grandmaster twice, once on my own, and the second time at uh, the Museum of the Moving Image where Wong Kar Wai himself presented the movie. So um, I don't watch these Yip Man movie often, but I usually end up seeing them in the theater. So I saw, um, it's, I mean, it's a Wong Kar Wai film. It's shot beautifully. 
the way everything is presented is is amazing. I thought uh, the way Wong Kar Wai shot some of the fight scenes, especially like in in the in the restaurant from above, and I thought that that stuff was really beautiful. And I and I thought that he did a really good job visually. And if it was about any other kung fu master or a fictitious kung fu master, I probably would have liked the film a whole lot better. But again, because it's Yip Man, uh, someone whom I spend a fair amount of time studying and reading about, it, it's 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 kind of a hard sell for me to imagine that this is supposed to be someone that I know did not do these things. So it's 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 um, really hard for me to watch most of these films for that reason. Right. What did you think of the the spinoff, Master Z? So i i i thought I thought it was pretty good as an action movie. I I didn't really like the fact that he didn't use Wing Chun until the final fight because yeah. he had like because he got beat by Yip Man, so he was like shamed out of using his Wing Chun until he realized he should just use it. But right. somehow he has this whole other martial arts skill set that he could use. <laughs> so I, I thought that there was like a little shoddy. Um, but I thought it was pretty good, but it's that the, uh, so I get bothered by a lot of nitpicky stuff and these films are obviously, they're not really meant made for a Hong Kong audience anymore. And these are made for a mainland Chinese audience and master Z was shot in Mandarin and it's supposed to be in Hong Kong and all the actors are speaking Mandarin in Hong Kong in the fifties. And so <laughs> that makes it almost unwatchable for me. It would be like, if you just imagine you are, you're watching a movie about New York in the 1960s and everyone has a South African accent when they speak English, <laughs> right, like the taxi, right. the taxi drivers, everyone, you would be like, what is, what is this? It's, it's just so difficult to, to get into the movie when, when, and it's not a Mandarin dub. They're literally shot with the dialogue in Mandarin now. And that just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. No, those are, those are, those are very interesting points. You know, no one wants to, you know, hear South African accent. In New York. <laughs> in, in New York. <laughs> Can you try and do that right now? I can't. My godmother was from South Africa. So oh, she, okay. I'm usually quite good at accents, but uh, uh, yeah. that one I haven't nailed yet. But I was just <laughs> trying to think of something that would be absurd if the taxi driver, the mayor of New York, the cops all had a South African accent. You're supposed to imagine that this is New York in the 1960s, right? It would be about is equally absurd. But uh, people who don't know the difference between Cantonese and Mandarin, probably it doesn't bother them. But for me, it, it just doesn't make any sense. The, no one in Hong Kong spoke Mandarin, especially in the 50s and 60s. I mean, unless they were highly educated, it just wouldn't be like that. It just made no sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, interesting point. Interesting point. Were you ready to jump right into this? I got as ready as I'll ever be. I got some bootleg notes over here. You're like, man, you even bother taking notes for this? <laughs> I, w- I, I watched the film once. It's a mm-hmm. short movie. Yeah. Uh, it's like only an hour and 16 it's minutes. It's 77 <laughs> minutes. That's it. Yeah. It, I I had to. It took me. I, I watched it in five chunks. I couldn't even sit all the way through. I would watch it in these like ten to fifteen minute chunks and stop, and and then come back to it. I was like, I'm gonna watch it one more time and take notes. And then I was like, Nah, uh, no, I'm good. Oh, oh, <laughs> the the one, the one time was enough. Yeah, leave it to Samurai Guy. He'll take care of it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into Yetman the Awakening. Uh, I saw the trailer and I was just like, Okay, just from the brief snippets from the trailer, I was like, Okay, the last Yetman movie was the Kung Fu Master. I was kind of disappointed with that one. Um, I like the actor. Um, but with that movie, you, you, you don't, I hate movies that kind of just, what's the word I'm looking for? Suck. They kind of, they have like the best fight in the beginning. Yes, 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 yes. And then the rest of the movie just loses steam and the fights aren't that good. And that was that movie. Uh, he, he fights like a, he fights like 300 dudes in the first fight in the movie. <laughs> and it's like entertaining to watch. But after that, the fights kind of lose steam, and then they focus mm. on other people who can't really fight in the movie, mm. and it was just kind of... And then there was no climax showdown or anything, so I was just kind of like, eh, I kind of dropped the ball there. So when I saw the fights, just the brief snippets of the fights from the trailer, I was like, well, maybe this might be at least better than right. the last one. <laughs> and I was like, well, let me reach out to the Kung Fu Genius 
and I was like, let me, let, let's, let's do this together. Let's, let's talk about this together and uh, let's go ahead and get into it. So quick plot synopsis uh, for Yip Man, the awakening. We have a very young Yip Man here and he runs into human traffickers and he fights them. All right. That's it. Thanks for watching guys. That's it. Pretty much. <laughs> that's it. We got 77 minutes. We don't have time for character development or anything else. Uh, but necessary. yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Now the, the one positive, uh, we'll see if it's a positive. You, you'll, you let me know. Okay. Uh, only for martial arts movie fans. If you guys recognize this little guy, that's right. The little, the little bugger here from new legend of Shaolin. And, uh, my father is a hero. He starred in both of those Jet Li movies, kind of both of those movies kind of have a little bit of a lone wolf and cub feel. It's cool yeah. seeing him, uh, grown still in the industry, still doing martial arts movies. And, you know, he, it, it was his crack turn at playing the, the iconic superhero at this point. Now I will give turn it to Alex. Alex, what did you think of the performance, the character and his fighting style? Uh, so when I started watching the movie and I saw that actor, Mew, I think his name is, yeah, I'll let you I was say like, it. wait, this, this guy's familiar. Yeah. And then I'm looking at him, and then I looked up his Chinese name. I'm like, oh, it's the kid from New Legend of Shaolin. Yeah. And uh, uh, my father is a hero, like you mm -hmm. just mentioned. And then I was like, oh. And 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 then it was just strange because we had not really seen him in anything since that time. And now yeah. suddenly he's he's playing uh, what I assume is like a mid-30s yip man. Um, so in terms of his uh, performance, I mean, obviously he's a very talented martial artist. Um, he's also obviously he's not a Wing Chun practitioner, which is always difficult when you are uh, as an actor, you're not playing a generic martial arts fighter. You actually have to emulate someone who is a grandmaster of a specific style. I think that that's a that's a tall order for any actor that's not specialized in that style. So I'm willing to go like a little easy on that. Um, I thought he actually was not bad. I, I mean, I, he's definitely very skillful. He moves well. Um, I think some of the edit choices and the way they did the choreography made him look worse. I think he could have looked a little bit better. You, this is def definitely wasn't like an A team doing the choreography and everything on this uh, project. I think if you had him with uh, Sammo Hung or Yun Wu Peng or something like yes. that, I think he would look uh, a whole lot better. It was obvious that the crew there, uh, some of in the very first couple fight scenes, there were just a couple edits that that really didn't make any sense it was almost like they kind of froze it and cut it in a way where it's like you can just see that he he wasn't really in the action and 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 so i think that his performance suffered maybe just because of the the crew and the choreography and the editing process but um on the whole i think i mean acting wise i'm not going to say he's a high level actor um but um performance wise i think he had a chance to be a good Yip Man if he maybe had another script uh, and maybe another team. Um, gotcha. I just, the one of the issues with it is I just kept staring at that ridiculous wig he was wearing for the whole <laughs> film and going, why? All right, if, <laughs> if he doesn't have any hair underneath, then he would actually look like Yip Man. All right. Why did they put that silly ass wig on his head? Maybe I, because I he just, was supposed to play a young uh, Yip Man. I mean, he was acting kind of like a teenager, like a, a like a early twenties. Yeah, but the, I mean, Mu is thirty eight years old. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, and 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 that uh, you know, you asked me about the performance. I don't want to get into other aspects yet until you ask me. But okay. that kind of brings me into a whole bunch of other stuff that I noticed about this movie. But I'll I'll, I'll let I'll, I'll let you I'll let you tell me when to discuss okay. those other okay. things. All right, so bootleg points over here. So basically, we have the, the we have a human trafficking dispute altercation uh, between villains in the beginning, and uh, this is not the scene, but this is the actor. And as soon as this guy starts talking, the guy on the, on the left hand side, as soon as he starts talking th throughout the whole movie, all he did was talk in like Chinese parables, like yes, <laughs> so like. If you look up at the sun, the sun will look back down on you. You know, like the whole fucking movie. It was like this. 
did you have breakfast today? Did you cook <laughs> the breakfast or did the breakfast cook you? Like the whole <laughs> fucking movie. And even the even the the kung fu comedy uh, ind- independent film, The Paper Tigers, that came out uh, last uh, I think it was last year, uh, made fun of that trope of the yeah. the, the foreign guaylo who just constantly talks in Chinese parables. They made fun of that, you know. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, in this, it's like supposed to be taken seriously. And I was like, oh man, like, ooh, I'm not liking this. Yeah. Also, I don't know which version you heard. I, I assume you also. If you watch the one on the Haya app, it was probably the Mandarin version, That's which the is the I one watch, I saw. Yeah. He that that dude sounded like he was castrated. I don't understand what. Like, was that his voice, or did somebody dub it? Like, why would he was speaking in parables as if he had been snipped? <laughs> what was going on there? And and that just made him so much less threatening as a bad guy. <laughs> it's like, hey, dude, yeah. are you all right? Are you yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! But that first. Uh... Human trafficking dispute fight was fucking terrible. Yes. You couldn't see shit. And I was like, please don't let the rest of the movie be like this. Like it was just quick cuts everywhere. And something happened. Something happened in that altercation, but we'll never know (laughs) because the movie didn't decide to show us. So I was like, "Mm." then we get the next, the next fight. We have fighting a trolley. We have some thieves trying to steal some purses. And Yip Man uh, goes in there and fights those guys. And that fight, uh, when he fights the thugs, it's not edited very well. When he fights the leader of those thugs, it starts to look a little bit better. But nothing nothing really impressive. Uh, but yeah, we have more scenes throughout the film where girls are going missing. And uh, Yip Man is, is investigating. Uh, we have the sequence where he meets uh, his friend Rickshaw here. I'm just going to call him Rickshaw. Because yes. nobody gives us nobody gives a fuck uh, who he is, <laughs> and the movie didn't even bother to tell us, like you know, go into detail of who the fuck he is. He's just his no. friend. Right. He's Rickshaw. That's it. So uh, his sister Chan, <laughs> his sister Chan meets Yip Man, and you can tell that she's giving him the googly bedroom eyes, and it doesn't go anywhere. They never, they never meet up again. <laughs> they never, yeah, nothing, nothing happens. And you have these scenes where, you know, they're sitting down, kind of reminiscing, catching up. And you have this one shot between friends, both, you know, friends here, where the camera pans back. And this is beautiful shot of uh, Rickshaw walking this way and Yip Man going up the steps. And it's actually beautifully filmed shot. And I was like, man, look at how beautiful that looks. It's too bad. I don't give a fuck of what's going on. (laughs) I don't care. Who the fuck is Rickshaw? Don't really give a shit. You're not even letting us give it like Yip Man here. You know, it's just like, oh God. All right, let's. let's, So, go ahead. uh, Can I rant about Rickshaw for just a brief moment? Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, you're totally right. It's like he's his friend from Fatsan, but we don't really know that story. Isn't like really like the the, like the script writer was like, nah, they know each other. Kind of (laughs) who gives a shit? No one cares. Um, but supposedly, at least the movie is supposed to take place like in 1930-ish around that time. And first of all, Yip Man was not in Hong Kong at that time. He was still in Fatsan. All right. So Yip Man was born in Fatsan, grew up in Fatsan, which was part of Guangdong, which is not far from Hong Kong. But Fatsan is this town, let's say by train, maybe about an hour away from Hong Kong. A little yeah. bit more, maybe, where all these famous Kung Fu masters like Wong Fei Hong, Yip Man, all these people came from this one town, which was like so many Kung Fu masters. And Yip Man came to Hong Kong uh, for a few years when he went to college. So he actually studied, supposedly he studied English at St. Stephen's College on the Hong Kong Island side for a few years. And then he went back to Fatsan. And he was in Fatsan until the communists took over in 1949. And then he fled to China. Well, the problem is you cannot talk about these things in Chinese films. Like Yip Man was an anti-communist and Yip Man was a member of the Kuomintang party. So what they did is they just skew the timeline like, oh no, he was already in Hong Kong when all of that unpleasant stuff already happened as Mm. if to somehow say, no, he never fled China. He was already in Hong Kong anyway. So, okay. So now Yip Man is in Hong Kong in the thirties, never happened, but whatever. Why does Rickshaw 
have a Qing Dynasty Q hairstyle because that hairstyle pretty much ended in 1912. Okay. And this film is supposed to be in the 30s from what I can understand. So um, when the Qing Dynasty was overrun and now you have the new... Uh, the, the new era of China before before the communists took over, the, one of the first things they did was abolish the mandate for the queue because the, the Qing government, previously in the Ming dynasty, all Chinese had long hair from the front in a braid. But when the Qing dynasty came into power, they forced all Chinese men to shave the front part of their head. That was a mandate. You had to shave your head, I think, every four days and I was just I was just doing some research on it, or they would literally chop your head. There was a Chinese saying that was like, "You either cut your hair or we cut your head." So wow. the 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 Manchus forced it on the men so that to essentially to subjugate the men. Oddly enough, they did not make the women use a Manchu hairstyle for women. They let the women do the hair the way they wanted. They only did it to the men to break the men. So in 1912, when the Qing dynasty was booted out, the first thing the new Republican government did was abolish that mandate, and they literally took the troops to cut that hairstyle right away. So why Rickshaw has this hairstyle 15 years later, uh, like, again, as kind of a kung fu and like Chinese history and Hong Kong nerd, it, I, I watch them like, why does he have that hairstyle? This right. makes no sense. Makes no sense. Right. Copy that. Wow. It's interesting. Yeah. So let's keep on going about, uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about this relationship anymore. Let's just keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just friends to the end. That's it. That's uh, but yeah, uh, let's go ahead and go to the human trafficking warehouse fight is the next big set piece. Uh, so they see some girls getting uh, kidnapped, and they go to the warehouse here. Now, what did you think of this fight? Uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was a little short. I was expecting a lot more. <coughs> yeah. You know, like, I, I kind of thought that was going to be, like, the mid-movie set piece. That would be this movie's version of Yip Man versus the Northerner in the first Yip Man movie, you know? This was going to be that fight scene in the middle of the movie that was like, oh, yeah. oh how are they going to top this one in the end? It was kind of like, it got a little, like, rowdy and stuff, I was like, but I just felt a little glad yeah, like, I wanted it, more, you know? Yeah, like, it was like, okay, we're getting started here. All right, all yes. right. Oh, we're done. Oh. Exactly. And then this and then this fool walks in. Yeah. Oh. Hi. <laughs> Il, Il Castrati. We'll call him Il Castrati. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call him the eunuch. Yes. He's got a high voice. You know, I hate it when villains do this. They come in with, they outnumber the hero. And Rickshaw can't fight to save his life. No. I hate when they, when they come in and they have all their heavies. They have their, you know, uh, eunuch has his two minions. And they could just whoop Yip Man's ass right there. And they're like, you know, no, no. Oh, let us settle this in front of China. Let's <laughs> let us show that Bartitsu is the greatest martial art in the world with your puny wing chan. Should <laughs> should have added the laugh. Look, I'm I'm bringing more personality than the 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 villain in the movie. So uh, I just I just want to say, like, having spent some time in Hong Kong and, and the Western actors who decide to go over either to China or Hong Kong, uh -huh. <clears throat> not all of them, obviously, but who decide to go over there to make films are usually like the ones that can't make it back home. Uh, so they go, well, at least I can be a white guy in a Chinese movie. They always need one of those guys and I can get a role. And they happen to just be such subpar actors in every respect. And on top of that, they're also given really shitty scripts, and mm -hmm. so this is just a this is just a cacophony of hot garbage when you combine that they're like they're piss poor actors working with really shit material, and they're also supposed to kind of be uh, a a cartoony villain to begin right, with. Right, so right. It, it's just it's just it just makes this kind of stuff so 
so but unwatchable. You, but you know what kind of balances that though, right? Is letting the martial art actor shine. You know, yes. like yeah, okay, the, the script they give him is bad. His acting's <clears throat> bad. He's over the top. But you let his skill shine in a really great fight later in the movie. Kind of helps right. balance things out, right? Right. Right. Did we get that with this? Well, we'll talk about it in a little bit. I'm revving up. I'm Bartitsu. Bartitsu. Martial art from Sherlock Holmes. Bartitsu. Alex, supposedly yes. there's a Bartitsu club in, in New York. There's everything in New York. You don't, <laughs> you don't even realize it. Whatever exists anywhere in the world, there's at least three clubs in New York that so do it. I have to ask you, my friend, mm. is Bartitsu real and is bartitsu legit so uh i am the kung fu genius i am not the bartitsu <laughs> genius so i'm i'm more than welcome to be corrected in the comments or by people who know better from what i from what i understand bartitsu is a fictitious martial art that was developed for the character of sherlock holmes uh i i do not believe that it is in fact a real martial art as such. However, I could be totally wrong on that. I've right. been wrong on many things before. Uh, so uh, I, I I think that it's actually a, a fictitious martial art. I think it was Andrew, Andrew, don't yeah. get excited. Don't get excited, <laughs> Andrew, because I was getting excited. I was getting excited when yeah, this Bartitsu was being I introduced. It, I think it could have been cool because the idea of Bartitsu is very interesting because it's like a obviously it has asian influence jujitsu so on and so forth but it's done in a very gentlemanly way so it's like yes. a martial art you can do while wearing formal clothing with your with your cane so you, you, cane you don't fighting. have yeah you don't have to like ruffle yourself too much to do it you could just a couple <laughs> strokes and the and the villain will be dispatched you know and so, manners uh, manners maketh man that, maketh exactly man. Uh, so I think but, there's something cool there if if they had yeah if they had done it again like like to a certain degree for as much as I did not want to watch this movie um the promise of any Yip Man movie it, it's always there right because Wing Chun can be a very exciting style so if you find a really good counterpart to match with the Wing Chun which I think in any other script writer competent script writer or competent um, film crew could have done something crazy with like a Bartitsu versus Wing Chun kind Dude, of idea, right? You I know? was so I was waiting for this because he's all it's jujitsu uh, mixed with boxing, mixed with wrestling, and only the Brit the British upper class were only taught this, which is kind of fucked up, you know. Right, right. Maybe the maybe the girls could have defended themselves against Jack the Ripper. If they knew Bartitsu, in, you know what I'm saying? In in a <laughs> in a convenient bit of uh, expository dialogue where he just has to some some bystander in the audience just explains what Bartitsu is for the people who don't know. Um, yeah, but I and that was, was the I was... other thing too. Oh, go ahead. The it's supposed to be in Hong Kong. These are all supposed to be a bunch of Brits, right? Okay. So obviously the main villain, uh, Il Castrati or the eunuch, whatever we're calling him now, um, he, I don't think he was supposed to be British, um, but all the other people were, and they all clearly were not actually British actors and right. did not speak English well enough. Uh, it, it's like they make a movie in China and they just make a parody of what things were like in colonial Hong Kong. And they just get actors that don't even speak proper English. What are these like Eastern European actors pretending yeah. to be, you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> soldiers in, in, in the British military. It's, like, it's so difficult to, it's a difficult slog. Yeah. Yeah. But let's go ahead and keep it rocking and rolling. I'm having a blast already learning and laughing. That's what you get here with the Kung Fu genius and fat samurai guy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we get to our 10, the movie decided to take a break, Alex, we had a party sequence, yes. you know, fireworks, people eating, chilling, slow, slow motion glances. Yeah. That didn't go anywhere. Uh, yes, and, um, that was like 10 minutes. Like, okay, we're just padding the film now. Cause I thought like, okay, now we're going to get the Chan and Yip Man, you know, let's get a little cozy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But uh, no, they, we just the movie decided to take a break. Ten minutes. 
They needed to pad a movie that ended up being 77 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That shows you how lean the script was. That's probably what happened. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, what did you think of the uh, Yip Man and his master using Wing Chun for, uh, while practicing Wing Chun while doing the massage? So uh, that was one of those. So I nowadays I, I, I rate films by whether I throw my shoes at the TV while the film is going on, right? And sometimes I don't throw my shoes. Sometimes I get ready to throw a shoe, but don't throw it. Sometimes I throw it. Sometimes I throw both. Sometimes I throw both shoes and start grabbing more shoes to throw at the screen, right? <laughs> so it's basically how I kind of rate films at this point. And that, again, was something that pissed me off. Do you know how, do you know how old Yip Man was when his Sifu died? No, I do not. He was 13 years old when his Sifu oh, died. Oh, no. Okay? Oh, no. So uh, uh, Yip Man uh, started learning Wing Chun at age 11, and he was the last student of uh, Tan Wa Sun, who was the student of Leung Jan, which was Yun Biu's character in Prodigal Son. So Yun Biu played Leung Jan. So it, the real-life Leung Jan, his last student was Chan Wa Sun, and that guy was the guy who was Yip Man Sifu. But he adopted Yip Man as a student when he was 11, and two years later, Chan Washeng died. So essentially, Yip Man was really taught by his elder Kung Fu brothers. <laughs> Trey, yeah. this film has a Ted shoe rating. <clears throat> I went outside and got shoes to throw. At the <laughs> He's um, done a whole rack. So, uh, um, so Yip Man Sifu died after only two years of training when he was very young. So he really was taught by his elder Kung Fu brothers and then later perhaps by Leung Bik in Hong Kong. So... So when when I was watching the movie, and it's obviously an older Yip Man, and I'm like, who the hell is this old bastard that's like <laughs> acting like his Sifu? Like, because this guy would be dust at this point in Yip Man's life, right? Right, right. And right. then the other thing that bothered me, because I'm just such a Wing Chun nerd, is while he's kind of giving him this lesson, he's got the blindfold on, teaching him to do, I don't know, blindfolded massage therapy, whatever it was. He he said to Yip Man's character, he taught him a Wing Chun saying, okay? Mm -hmm. And and Yip Man's character was like, oh, like as if this was somehow like some really deep shit. And it was a revelation. It was a revelation. And the um the saying that he said to him, I mean, obviously it was in Mandarin, the original saying should be in Cantonese is literally what you teach your Wing Chun students on day one. And so with like for Yip Man already to be a, a Wing Chun ass kicker at this point of his life, yeah. and then his Sifu to tell him like some day one shit, and then he's like, oh. <laughs> I was just like, what is this? What is this? Did did he not get the memo? You know, it, it would almost be like you're learning Wing Chun for 10 years and someone says, uh, we punch straight in the style <laughs> after 10 years. And you'd be like, oh, oh, the straight line. Pun- it makes so much sense now. It's like, so I heard that and I'm just like, what? Uh, one of the things I have to say is, unlike the other Yip Men movies, they usually got um, Yip Man's son, Yip Jun, or some Wing Chun person to be a consultant on those films. Someone who had some kind of knowledge of the real Yip Man or something. It's very clear in this movie that they gave a zero fucks about doing that because there is absolutely no attention to detail. Yip Man is in Hong Kong in the 30s. Never happened. His Sifu is still alive at that point in his life. Wasn't the case. He's learning basic ass Wing Chun after already (laughs) being a Wing Chun ass kicker. And this was like super revelatory. Doesn't happen. The, his rickshaw buddy has a Qing Dynasty cute. What is going on here? This is not on this planet. This is some Doctor Strange multiverse kind of shit. The multiverse. This is, this is the multiverse. This okay. is this. This is something else. I don't know what this is. This is not here. It's not this planet. I just want to point this out, Kevin uh, Lambert, uh, one of our badass channel members. He's British, and he said he's never heard of Bartizu. <laughs> What? What? Sherlock Holmes used it, okay? He was a real guy. All right. Yes. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is a real guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dropping the knowledge. Dropping that knowledge. 
So, so, so basically, if, if, if we're going off of what you just said, then he could he he should have got his all his revelations from the villain. <laughs> yes, all, all that fortune cookie level shit that was coming out of his mouth. <laughs> oh my god! All right, back to the back to the movie here. Yes. All right, so yeah. now the villains are going around. They want revenge. They're asking for money. They're looking for rickshaw. They're looking for Yip Man. Uh, they want revenge. They're going around, and then we have our first um altercation uh with with the villains the baddies and we have this uh, uh black foreigner i guess he's supposed to be british too the uh, the, the black it actor yeah. uh he looked jacked he looked diesel i yeah. could not wait to see him throw down i'm like here we go yeah yeah we about to see some bartitsu you know what i'm up. saying let's go got the brother got the brother with the hat tilted Got the cane out. We about to see some Bartitsu, baby. And uh, the fight was short and was over. Yeah, and he just jobbed him out, and I'm like, oh come on, man. Like I was just like, all right, maybe his Bartitsu level is low. You know, maybe he's a white belt in well, Bartitsu. Maybe, uh, it might be by cane. He was a white cane in Bartitsu. Right? <laughs> it's gives by cane color or something like that, right? But the fight was like looking like we were going to get something cool because they were kind of going back and forth a little bit. And then, you know, it's just, oh, come on, man. And then, like, he just jobs them out really quick. And then Rickshaw's friend's friend dies. And it's supposed to be this big dramatic moment. He gets stabbed. And I'm like, dude, if we don't even give a fuck about Yip Man. We're not going to give a fuck about Yip Man's friend Rickshaw, which means we're not going to give a fuck about Yip Man's friend's Rickshaw's friend. All right, let's keep moving here. Uh, but yeah, just I was kind of disappointed, and I was like, okay, well, maybe the other villains later we'll see what Bartitsu's all about, and that'll be kind of fucking cool and badass. I'm still, you know, remember, I don't know the history of the lineage, so as a martial arts movie watcher, I'm kind of just like, all right, this is just average at best, right? So far, so it's like a C, you know, so far it's a C for me, but I'm, you know, fingers are crossed that at least the finale will deliver and punch them. Some of my bitch up to a B. That's that's where Samurai's at at this point. <laughs> I'm like, all right, there's still there's still there's still hope. Damn it. <sighs> all right, next scene. Uh, Chan. Uh, I'm surprised I even know her name. Uh, Rickshaw's sister, I believe. Right, I think. Yes. Uh, gets yes. captured, and uh, basically we come back to our challenge. They show up, and he goes, "Now, if you want Rickshaw's sister." You must fight <laughs> Bartitsu minion number two. <laughs> All right. So then we have our and and Rickshaw Rickshaw doesn't have any faith that his buddy Yip Man's gonna win, even though he's seen Yip Man beat like 50 people uh already. For some reason, he doesn't think he's gonna win. So they, he makes a deal. Uh we have our fight here. In, in front of China, and we have uh, what, what, are, what are we calling this guy? Bartitsu uh, Minion Number Two. What are we calling him? Yeah, I don't know. Um, low, low rent Bartitsu guy number two. Or something <laughs> like that. So we have our altercation, and I guess by default, Alex, this is the best fight in the movie. I think so. By by default, you compare yeah. all the. Uh, you compare all the turds of the fights next to each other, and this one had less peanuts in it, or something. I don't know. So it's it's not, it's not quite as bad as the other one. <laughs> oh my goodness! So yeah, it's, some of the the fight choreography is fine. They did speed it up, and there was some yes. weird editing for a few moments. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there was something they did that was strange with the editing, not just yeah. the quick cuts, but there was. Almost these moments where it would like pause it or something like yeah. I don't know what it was, but there was just something that just kept uh it just kept making my eye twitch for a moment. I'm just like, what what is this? It was like you would have these movements and then all of a sudden, like you said, it would kind of pause a little bit and then it would be fast forwarded. Yes, exactly. It was weird. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, it was very strange. It's like I'm sure the main lead, he's he's a badass martial artist. I'm sure he could I'm sure he's fast enough to do some chain punches. Sure. But if you listen to the sound effect, he did like 300 in one movement. Right. <laughs> it was like, right. you know, it was like ridiculous. Uh, but his friend Rickshaw betrays Yip Man. He betrays him, puts something on his cloth, wipes his face 
which drugs, yep, man, you know, when a movie fails, now keep in mind, this is supposed to be a dramatic moment. Like this is almost like kind of similar to the end finale fight in the first yip man by donnie Yen, right he's fighting in front of uh yeah uh, I, got, I got i got vibes of that uh that final fight scene there on the platform fighting in front of everybody felt a little the same they're rooting oh, for him and also there was i think it was in this fight where the fight choreographer totally copied some homework from the first yip man movie not just in the fact that they were doing this on the same kind of platform, but there's like a five movement sequence. I remember, I think it was this fight where they lifted the choreography one-to-one from one of the fight scenes from the first Yip Man movie. Oh. I just saw it and I was like, I had already literally had already seen this in the first Yip. I think it was from the first fight he has um, in that Donnie Yen has against the other master who has a friendly challenge. Oh. They lifted like a five movement se- sequence directly from like the, they were just copying someone you know, else's homework. Was, uh, I'm trying to remember because it's been a while since I've seen that fight with Donnie Yen. Wasn't there a scene he get knocked back and Donnie Yen's flying back and he kind of catches himself and kind of yeah. puts himself yeah. forth? That, that happened like in this fight. One. Yeah, that happened thing, in this fight too. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Post a post creative Yip Man <laughs> universe. The multiverse, the Yipiverse. So anyway, uh, you, they're trying to do a dramatic scene here, and when he gets drugged, he starts getting his ass kicked. We kind of see generic Bartitsu, which is really right. just crosses, and he did kind of a wrestling throw. I'm still disappointed with this Bartitsu though. Like I'm like this totally. is like. I'm waiting, you know, this is generic. It's Barshitsu. It's bar Barshitsu, there it is. There it's it not is. Bartitsu. Burr, 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 burr. There it is. Uh, but yeah, um, and they're trying to do this dramatic thing. So when he starts losing, he's getting his ass kicked. The crowd is stunned. Yeah. And then they're like, quiet. Because they're like, get man's getting fucked up. He's, he's, he's lost. He's knocked out. And then they do this horrible cut to a little kid crying. I was laughing my ass yes. off, man. I, that I was, was like, too. "Oh my god, <laughs> it's quiet." And then, ah! yeah, <laughs> yeah. <was> just, ah! <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not supposed to be laughing. This is supposed to be dramatic, unintentional comedy." Yeah, yeah. And then everyone's like rooting for him, and then Yip Man wins. He overpowers because he's a superhero now at this point. He All right, so. Poison. So the king of Shih Tzu, uh, we'll call, call him that, he's pissed off. So he captures Rickshaw. So he's got Rickshaw and Chan. And basically, oh, we go to the hospital sequence. Did you find the hospital sequence hilarious? Uh, you mean the little the switcheroo at the end? Or yeah. What? Yeah, I was like, wow. Were you in tears? Uh, yeah. That, I was, that like, was supposed so, so to cunning. be funny, right? I think so. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, the villains go in the hospital and it Yip Man's in the hospital with his with his teacher and they're looking for them and then they can't find them because Yip Man and uh, his teacher switch outfits with the doctor and the nurses and they're they're the ones doing the checks on the bus. It's funny. Get it? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay, movie, pick a tone. Pick a tone movie. <laughs> and stick All right. with it. Let's keep going here. Let's keep going. We're we're pretty much towards the end now. <laughs> All right. So I'm still kind of at a C. I'm still at a C. I'm still like, all right, let's see what happens here. Uh, hold on a second. Sexy Sumo's in the house. The Fat Samurai guys say Partitsu. <laughs> 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 uh, there you go. That would be there more interesting. Hashtag Dre, hashtag Bar Shitsu <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So, anyway, so I'm at a C, Alex. So now you've been angry since the movie started because of the inaccuracy, Everything. the historical Everything references. Rub me the wrong way. Yeah. This is where I get mad. This is what bothers me. So I'm like, all right, I'm I was patient. So far, it's a C. Let's see where it goes. It has its moments here and there, but it's been pretty bland and generic, and I don't really give a fuck. Only an amazing badass finale can save this. So first, Yip Man shows up, 
and we have our minions here. And there's like 20 to 30 dudes. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Here we go, son. It's about to go down. I'm going to get my satisfaction. I've had blue balls all the fucking movie this whole time. Okay. Uh, every fight was like, uh, uh, right. Sorry, I had to give you that image. Anyway, blue. I'm like, hey, let's let's go. Let's. I'm here. Let's do this. He's about to fight the king of Barshitsu. It's gonna go down. It's gonna save this movie. So here we go. Thirty dudes. I'm like, let's go. Well, guess what happens, guys? Yep, man beats up three, and they all run out. All the rest of them get scared and run out. He only beats up like three dudes, and they all run. And I'm like, and. And they have like hooks. They have like metal hooks. Yeah, nice. What's up with that? Yeah. Then grab it. Hooks. Grab that metal hook behind his back. That <laughs> one was like, wow. There's no threat even from these super dangerous weapons. There's no threat. It's no. just there's no drama at any moment in these fight scenes. No. And I was, I was, I was, I was like, come on, man. oh, Yip Man has a knife now. He took this little butter knife of mine. He's pointing it at me. Let's let let's, let the rest twenty guys. Let's all run out. So I'm like, okay, we're out. All right, strike one, strike one. You're, you're, I'm getting angry. I'm getting angry. So then, from the trailer, we get this snippet of of a three way dance kind of or two on one fight on the staircase. When you look at the trailer, and I was like, oh shit. Are we gonna get shades of Bobby Samuels versus Colin Chow versus Samuel Hung? Are we gonna get shades of the 3D fight choreography? Are we gonna get a, a little taste of that? And as soon as they started fighting, I'm like, all right, all right, let's go. All right. The camera work was interesting, it showed everything. I was you know, I was entertained for five seconds. Because guess what? He just jobs them out. I think that was like a 10 second fight or maybe 15 seconds. If I'm being, and I'm like strike two movie strike (laughs) fucking two. And what I think is weird is before he even got drugged, uh, the, the minion was kind of still giving him a hard time before he got drugged, but here he's fighting the same guy again. Right. With 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 the with the other bar shih tzu guy, and he just beats them in fifteen seconds. I mean, that was a hell yes. of a advice he got from his master earlier because that he just yes. he just leveled up. Yes, yes. In one hour, holy shit! There yeah, you go. So that's all. He, that's two. all he needed. Yeah. Strike two, man. Now I'm like, now my leg, my leg is doing. It's just going up and down now. My leg. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm like, uh, I'm getting mad. I'm getting mad now. So Man, then... it took you all the way to the end to get the strike two. Strike two for me was like, I don't when I saw all the Mandarin names in the opening credits. <laughs> like I was like, oh, there's already strike two on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like, this is what bugs me. So I'm like, okay, come on, at least give me a badass one-on-one fight. He's finally gonna fight the eunuch. The eunuch versus Yip Man. This is this is this is the fight we've been wanting to save for years. <laughs> All right. Like years. And as soon as they start fighting, it's over. Yeah. It's over. The king of Barshitsu, he's the, supposed to be the best. I don't. Th- do you remember him getting a hit? No, I, I, I mean, like there was there was no threat most none. of the time, and you didn't feel anything like no. He like was, when, when 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 Donnie fought the karate guy at the end of the first Yip he Man got a few obviously hits. yeah obviously you know he's gonna win but the thing is that guy was threatening you know right. there there was there's drama in there you need that there needs to be the presence of a threat to our hero for us to be uh, invested in this fight and it was just like uh, <laughs> <laughs> he awakened. He awakened. <laughs> I, I almost oh. would have liked it better if that if, if the eunuch Barshitsu guy just killed Yip Man just for them to do something different. Yip Man just gets his ass beat and dies, Dude. and that's the end of the movie. I feel like, whoa. This is the greatest movie ever made. Risk. This is the greatest. <laughs> Will they finally kill the yeah. franchise here? He was just as useless. The, you, you, you called it perfectly non-threatening. He was just yeah. as useless as these guys. 
Yes. I could not believe it. So this was strike one. The two-on-one fight, strike two, complete waste of these guys right. as martial artists. Right. They bring in these, yeah. you know, martial arts dudes, waste. And then when this, as soon, this was my reaction. This strike three right here. This was my reaction. As soon as the fight ended, I said, fuck you. <laughs> I looked, I looked at the of the TV and I said, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you serious right now, dude? Just pat a tat tap, rat it at the tat 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 tat, kick to the sod dead. I was like, get the fuck out of here. All this buildup, this bootleg buildup. You don't know anything about Bartitsu. You just wait. Dead. Fuck you. You just made him sound like Edith from Archie Bunker. Archie, Archie. Where's the Bartitsu? I think I've realized the one thing that's been missing in my, my all of 44 years I've been alive is I've never watched a movie next to you. Your uh-huh. reaction at the end of the movie, we need to do like a we need to do a commentary Let's on a film it. that neither one of us has ever seen before at the same time. And we have to try to see if we can find another shit box like this movie. Oh, Dude, Archie. I'm down. Archie. <laughs> Dude, me and you, you know we're going to be riffing the, the whole time. We're going to be riffing yes, on the movie. Yes, yes. I'm down. Let me know. Let me know. Let's make it awesome. happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was like, you know, oh, you, you just you let me down. I was very patient. Because you got to remember, Alex, Samurai Guy have seen the worst of the worst of the worst movies. Right. There are levels of bad. Okay? So, I mean, have you seen... Crazy Fist. No, so I I am very discerning with what I decide to watch in my very precious free time. Yeah, I yeah. leave it up to you guys to watch this crazy shit, and I'll <laughs> I'll listen to you guys talk about this crazy stuff. But I I usually will never watch shit like this. So what what is that one about? The, uh, this Snake Eyes yeah. was my worst. I had two best and worst lists last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Snake Eyes was my worst uh, movie of the year. Okay. Uh, you know, the movie about ninjas that was supposed to be cool and badass because ninjas are cool right. and badass, but they fucked of it course. up. All right. That was my worst God, movie of the year. Who fucks up ninjas anyway? How can you fuck ninjas How up? Do you, yeah, they're, exactly. They're so... Come on. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was so bad that when I did my separate movie list where it was just best of the worst, just with action... Crazy Fist was so bad, it dethroned Snake Eyes as the worst wow. action movie. And, and Rick Myers was right there with me. We both we both destroyed it together. And it's so bad. This movie's so bad, Alex. Remember, there's levels to bad. That it makes Yip Man The Awakening look like the first Yip Man. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Holy cow. Wow. So this is an F. This is like an F to an F minus. So I had I had Yip Man at a C after the three strikes. I'm gonna go ahead and rate this some bitch right now. I'm giving it a D minus. Giving it a D minus. If this didn't exist, I would have given it an F. (laughs) (laughs) But there's levels to this. So how many shoes, Alex? How many shoes did you have to throw at the movie? What's your shoe rating? I threw all the shoes. It's just like, how many push-ups can Chuck Norris do? Yeah. All of them. All of them, yeah, yeah. All right. How, so, many, th- how many shoes did I throw? All of them. So, this movie was a steaming pile. Uh, it, it just it, it just smelled like hot garbage in New York in the summer. That's yeah. what I felt about this film. Yeah. It was terrible. The And, and, and I'm not even going to get into the whole thing. Like, all these mainland Chinese films trying to paint, uh, to rewrite history about Hong Kong. And I'll look at how corrupt hong kong was when it wasn't under our rule they had uh state-sponsored human trafficking and stuff like that and it's just like oh like it just it just was really hard to sit through the wing chun was not great the actor he was not a good actor he had 
potential, but everyone yeah. at every turn in this film shit the bed and or just didn't try. And the it's small like budget, in, yeah. yeah, the small budget has nothing to do with it. No, we've no. seen smaller budgeted movies that at least delivered with the fights. Yeah, you know, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it was a C until the three strikes, and um, you know that D minus also went to them not showing the black actor once in the trailer. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Typical, typical I was like, well, Chinese that's kind of fucked tactics. up. <laughs> yeah. That's typical Chinese marketing tactics. Of course, I'm not going to do that. Yes, Kevin. So skip this one. Because I know you enjoy the, the Donnie Yen one. So yeah, just stick to those, man. Yeah, skip this one. Now here's the thing. Casuals watching this, I think they can enjoy this. I really do mm-hmm. because it's 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 quick. It gets to the point. It gets to the meat. Right. It's seventy seven right. minutes. I think if they want to enjoy, I, th- I think they can sit down and watch this and be like, "Well, that was a that was a nice fun time waster." Like right. I could see other people, but sure. for you, the martial arts nerd, and me, the martial arts movie nerd, <laughs> got to be better, man. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got to be better. Do you know what the first iteration of Yip Man was supposed to be? You know, on film. So uh, they had been wanting to make a movie about Yip Man since the 90s. Because oh. uh, the reason why they didn't, they wanted to go that route is because they couldn't really make too many films about Bruce Lee because of the Lee estate. They're very litigious about the use of Bruce Lee's likeness and so on and so forth. Yeah. So they wanted to figure out kind of a way to get around that a little bit. And they figured, well, we could also do a movie about his teacher. And then so they could figure out a way around it. And they had originally uh, uh, pushed a script in the late 90s that was supposed to star Donnie Yen and Stephen Chow. But they weren't sure which one was going to play Bruce Lee and which one was going to play Yip Man. And as a matter of fact, there was a conversation at at a hotel in Hong Kong. Uh, I heard from a fly on the wall where Donnie Yen and Stephen Chow sat down in the late 90s and we're discussing which one will play, uh, which one will age up to play Yip Man and which one will age wow. down to play Bruce Lee. And that um, the film company that was going to do that original movie went under and then the project got shelved for a bit until Wong Kar Wai wanted to do it in the early 2000s and then just took forever. And then Donnie Yen made the movie with uh, um, Wilson Yip before Wong Kar Wai did. But actually the original iteration of that was in the 90s with Stephen wow. Chow and Donnie Yen. And I would, I, I would love. It would just be amazing had they made that movie. I mean, that maybe would have worked. Would have been terrible. Maybe it would have been great. But I just would love to see what they mm-hmm. would have done in the '90s and and see maybe the Yip Man franchise would have happened the same way. But it would have finished ten years ago, whereas we we're still in the midst of it now, apparently. Yeah. Wow. I did not know yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. That would have been dope for sure. But yeah, everybody Absolutely. watching who came in just late just now, really quick, uh, Yip Man, The Awakening, gets a D- minus from the Samurai guy, <laughs> and all of the shoes from Alex. I, 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 Alex, I think you should keep your shoe rating. Don't, don't change okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. But this was Samurai Guy before the movie, <laughs> and this was Samurai Guy after the movie. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it just it didn't work out. You know, and get some wow. uh, get some good 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 Katila there, good Katila. We got Andrew down here. Yeah, it's good seeing everybody here, man. Andrew popping in and Dre Dre. Oh yeah, it's good seeing yep. all the badasses, man. Well, this was a blast, my friend. This was this a blast. Was. I don't want to keep you any much uh, anymore because I know you got to get sleep. You got people to teach, and you know me and you, we could talk all day, martial arts, Absolutely. movies. All day, Absolutely. and let me know. Let me know, man. I'll, 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 I'll gladly uh, come on a podcast in the future for sure. Whenever awesome. you get some awesome. free time, and you know, you're, this is your second home, man. Yeah, and Dre, thank you, I appreciate Dre and Andrew. Come on, man, y'all need to. Hey, we'll set it up. Get you guys on here too, all three of you, maybe next time. Sounds and, good. Uh, so, so I, it's, it's. I'm so happy to see that now, moving forward, that you have been inspired by this movie, and you have given up Wing Chun, and you are now going to start teaching Bartitsu, right? Solely for the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for watching. Don't forget to follow Kung Fu Genius Podcast. Follow Alex on Instagram. It's in the description box below. And if you're new here, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the old Samurai Guy, baby. We got all kinds of badassity coming soon. 
Thanks again for watching. Alex, don't go anywhere. See you next time, guys. Take care.